Of course, we'll be getting plenty of Game Pass announcements too. Uh, the show will feature amazing titles from Xbox Game Studios, Bethesda, and our partners around the world. We'll see you on Sunday, the 12th of June, and those times are 10 a.m. PT, 181 p.m. EST, and 6 p.m. good old UK time. So, Ian. Hello. What do you want to see from this Xbox slash Bethesda slash everyone else showcase? Um, well, if I could dream, <laughs> be dishonored. Oh, three. great. No. If I could dream, if I oh. could dream, dishonored for you, give me that. That would be amazing. Can you imagine that? I think we'd need a few spare pair of pants on hand just in case uh, yes. that, that little logo come up. Um, do, you, do you think it's likely or are you just like throwing something out there and hoping for the best? Throwing something out there hoping for the best. If anything, they may do a prequel-ish, mm. maybe. I don't know. I would like to see more of that Redfall, though, because that's kind of, oh, kind of yeah, a bit definitely. quiet. Yeah. So for me, Redfall, because I guess that's maybe get the feel of Dishonored-esque. Yeah. But, that, yeah, that uh, was going to be my pick because that's, that's that's coming out supposedly this summer. So we're getting pretty close now. And with four-player co-op Dishonored slash Left 4 Dead vibes, I'm fucking mm. here for it. Nice. <laughs> Graham? Yes. Yeah. Uh, maybe an update on the Elder Scrolls bit rather than a duff trailer of what they've, they've got before. Just anything as a smidgen of what to expect. Maybe even just tell us where it's going to be. Yeah, that was that's, too, that's that's too easy for them, isn't it? Like just, I mean, they've got gave us nothing for that so far. So even just tell us it's fucking, I don't know, anywhere where it is. Yeah, I, I reckon they put that trailer out and they were like, "Oh shit, we got to do it now." Bollocks! Yeah. <laughs> Fuck! Yeah, God damn it! And the, the new one, what is it, Starcraft or Starfield? Which of the new one is Starfield. that? Starfield. Starfield. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good old Russ. Yeah, do you reckon we might actually see first-time gameplay? Because we've yes. only seen in-engine stuff so far, isn't it? Yes, so we will see nice gameplay. See we will see proper it. I reckon we'll along. get like a nice long on. I think they'll probably, that'll probably be the big showcase. Like the yeah, that'll be like... Do like a 10, 15-minute gameplay. Yeah. Where they go through like a, I don't know. Yeah, a, a quest. That's the best way to look at it. See the quest. Maybe even see some of the like space exploration that they've got in it as well. That would be that would be a old, lovely. Old Todd Howard will come out and they'll be like waffling on. They'll be like, and now look to the stars, and it'll fade up, and they'll be like ships and space battles, and then someone trying to trade a, a ten ton of helmets for wheels of cheese or something. <laughs> <laughs> then you know you're gonna get someone who's gonna screenshot a dodgy screenshot because they got like, they got a video running at three sixty. Yeah, look how bad the graphics are. Look how terrible it is. Yeah, well you'll always get them console fanboys. Anything else, Graham? Before we move on to Scottish gruff, there's probably loads of stuff coming from the first that you know yeah. be interested, but those are the key ones. Yes, I think there's you've pretty much covered the bases there, Ross. Tell us. Yep, Starfield. That would be the one that I'd be most intrigued about. Um, would I be optimistic and maybe say something from Fallout? Just even a talk of there will be a new game. It will be Fallout 5, yeah. whatever that may be. Um, or even New Vegas 2. Well, well, well. Are we... <laughs> um, we, we only want to look good games coming up. Um, are they still updating Fallout oh. 76? I don't they like given I up on that to speak now? to you, <laughs> just leave the podcast now. Like, that's, me, that's me, ladies and gentlemen. Are they, no, are they still actually updating 76? <laughs> yeah, they yes, they've, they've never stopped updating it. And it's as, as like when we jumped in it for Project Game Pass, I think you had seen that it had came on leaps and bounds for where it first was. Yeah. Oh it's, god, definitely. It's even further again now. There's a lot more in it. Um, there's always stuff to do. There's always events going on. 
I'm not saying it's destiny level of events, but there is always like dailies, weeklies, challenges, mm. new like Fortnite with their seasons. So like they've just had the oh, I can't remember, it was like Sun of Steel, and it was based around the Brotherhood. Um, yeah. They've had other type of events and things like that as well. So um, they are updating it, but it's I think it's maybe not too little too late, but I feel like it's got its hardcore fan base. And yeah. the casuals who wanted to enjoy it were sort of burned by the original, well, what it was when they first put it out. Fingers crossed. Then we might get a full fat single player or even co-op would be all right if they didn't include all the other bullshit they included in 76. I yeah. Guess. <clears throat> um, like, yeah all nice. you literally have to do is give us Fallout 4 co-op. Nothing else added, just Fallout 4, mm. but with co-op. That'll be quite fun. Now, that's all you need. Like, nobody's asking you to like reinvent the wheel. Just this. We don't need plus... hunger meters. We don't need PvP. No. We don't need world events. Just exactly. Just add in a character that you can adventure. play alongside, and that's it. Sorted. Yes. Nice. Nice. Anything else you're looking forward to other than a new Fallout or StarCraft? Um, I'm trying to think of other things from Bethesda. No, that's probably uh, out of all their ones that they do. Probably they're the two biggest that will be. Obviously, if we get more from Elder Scrolls, fantastic. Um, also, Redfall. If we see more of that, that'd be amazing. Um, I don't think they're going to have any like anything new. I feel like that would stretch themselves too thin. Yeah. Whether or not they've got, obviously, I know it's would Bethesda and Zenimax sort of team up and do the whole New Vegas type idea and something like that. Use Maybe. all the like combined studios. So who was it? The Obsidian was the other one as well. Obsidian, yeah, yeah. So use yeah. like the three of them, push them together, and then this is what we're going forward for with Fallout from now on. Newer Vegas. Exactly. Yes. Nice. Well, as I said, Redfall, very exciting to see that. Do you reckon we might get like a pre- playable beta or something? And it's out now. That would fucking be awesome. Yeah. That'd be awesome. Um, Everybody nice. would just leave the fucking conference. Like, nope, right, we're done. <laughs> this way. Yeah, that would be that would be pretty exciting if they did that. Um, the only other thing I'm going to join Ian in my wild speculation and hope and pray that we see either some form of new Quake or something from the new Wolfenstein game. Um, oh, that'd be good. I, I doubt it we're going to see either of them, but if, if one of them appears as well as Redfall or indeed Dishonored, I think I will be a very happy man indeed. Um, so when did I say it was June 12th, wasn't it? June 12th, yes. Yep. Nice. So we haven't got too long to wait, I guess. And uh, Next time, we should do, we should do a watch along and get Jamie drunk again. <laughs> I mean, I'm always up for that. Every time you the word, every time the word Game Pass is mentioned, you need to take a shot. <laughs> <laughs> or they invite out Todd Howard to introduce us to another game. Yeah. Wow. But uh, yeah, so we look forward to that. Obviously, it's, I think did they say it's going to be about an hour? Or have I just made that up entirely? June 12th yeah. is actually a Sunday as well. So I think you've made oh, that really? up. I think I might have made it up. Yeah, I thought I saw someone saying something sixty to ninety minutes, but that's it's normally about pretty, ninety minutes. That's pretty anyway. pretty average in it for a, for a showcase like this. But it's the first one they've done in a long time, so hopefully we get some big meaty reveals. Maybe some more on the new Halo content. They might even maybe wangle some form of updating of co-op. Or I don't know. Maybe we we'll, we'll never know. We'll see. Mm. Um, we can dream. We can dream, and we will dream until June twelfth when we record the podcast after like, for fuck's sake don't show anything <sighs> yeah um and while we're on sort of like the positive spin i'm just going to chuck a quick cheeky news story in ross yes xbox celebrating 20 years in scotland it's fucking its awesome own official tartan controller and, uh, it was awesome <laughs> 
<laughs> are you are you going to pick this up? Are well, excited? I don't think it's not being released, is it? Oh no, it's a competition. No, it's is a it? competition. Sorry, yes. Ah, uh, you got um, winner then, haven't you? Yeah, I seen it on. Ah, uh, where did I see it? Xbox, Xbox on. I can't remember what it was, but I'm sure it was uh, Bex that put it out and basically she yeah. had it and I was like, that's fucking awesome. I don't like the very stereotypical picture they've got of the guy using it sitting with a glass bottle iron brew in front of him. That's not... <laughs> it's cultural it's cultural appropriation, you bastards. But yeah. I mean, he's, he's covered in tartan as he's well. He's covered in so. tartan as well. <laughs> um, not going to meet the Rangers fans happy as it's green and yellow tartan, but still. Fuck them. <laughs> um, he hasn't got any haggis now. He hasn't got any haggis, no. Although, although he has just got a plate to the side of him, so he's already polished off. Yeah, obviously that's just like third take. Like, oh, fuck, yeah, that's I'm eating this. Third tap, and he's already just finishing his book of Robbie Burns on the side as well. So, um, <laughs> No, it's a cool wee thing. Um, he's got shit hair. He has got shit hair, but hey, yo. Oh, yeah, I wasn't going to get into that. But yeah, so <laughs> end of that competition, I think it is it... How long is it going for? I did just close the window for like a full. Um, should I see if I've still got to open up? Uh, it doesn't say actually. Uh, ba, ba, ba. It doesn't say how long it's on. It doesn't for. say on for, but More. yeah, I mean, I'd love to. I'd love to win one. So if anybody from either the company that's making them, from um, George Nicholson, or mm. if the Xbox One folk want to send us through, yeah. Scottish Gruff. Yes, send it through. Scottish Gruff. Care of Scottish Gruff. Yeah, exactly. At- Xbox Tavern headquarters, Scotland, uh, some backwater Made up area. Name. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> cool. Right. Thank you very much. Let's move on to the next one, please. Ian. Yes. This one's for you. Is it? Yes. Did you know that you can now unveil secret achievements directly in the guide? <gasps> this was amazing news. See, when I seen this, I was like, finally. Does that... Um, true achievements anymore. Does that... Uh, give you the jollies, Ian? I mean, yes and no. Well, I guess yes, because it's always going to be yes. It's, <laughs> it's going to be, be yes, isn't it? <laughs> it's going to be yes. Of course, it's going to be yes. I mean, it's good because sometimes, especially when you have a progression on like an achievement and it's like you have no idea which one is this one progressing on. At least this way you can reveal it to see mm. which one you're actually progressing on rather than trying to A, work it out or B, use true achievements to kind of figure out what you're actually progressing on. So, what, what's the point of them being secret if you can look at it now? I mean, I, I think you've been able to do this on PlayStation for ages, but... I guess, it's, it, I guess people who still like to not know about what's happening in the game achievement-wise, because it might give a bit yeah. of a spoiler. Yeah, I, I suppose mean, so, yeah. It's still, you say, they do have the option to reveal it, so it doesn't just... They're not doing secret uh, achievements anymore. You have to actively change it, so people who well, want isn't it, to, isn't it always secret that you reveal it if you yeah, want Yeah, that's to. what I'm saying, if yeah. you want. So yeah. you've still got the option of going in blind and sort of just trying to find out what the achievement is by yourself. But yeah, for yeah. players like myself who just want to fucking find out what the achievement is it's handy for that yeah definitely especially rather than having to go to other sources yeah you can just quickly yes. do on your so, console so this is for just alpha skip ahead and alpha insiders at the moment but obviously they always roll up to the general public fairly quickly within a month or two so look forward to that up and coming um Yay. Graham, i'm sorry i don't really have any of you uh how about how about walking dead gray Great, I know you like a bit of Walking Dead. Yeah. <laughs> not as much as Dan, though. Oh, yeah, I was going to say. The, oh, yeah. Uh, did you know, Graham, that The Walking Dead season one originally started off as a Left for Dead game? Uh, well, well, luckily. <laughs> I'm sorry, I said I didn't have anything for you. I feel so sick hearing that. I think it's yeah. So apparently, it was pitched to Valve as a spin off uh, story for the original Left for Dead uh, with the characters and that, but it didn't, didn't go anywhere. 
Uh, and then they, I watched a documentary. It's about an eleven-minute documentary on there. Uh, you you should watch it, Gray. It's got um, Kenny's voice actor in it quite a lot. <laughs> I know you're a big fan of him, um, and add some of the other key cast and writers and stuff. And yeah, one of them revealed that they started off as a Left 4 Dead game, uh, and then they saw Robert Kirkman somewhere and said, "We make games. We should make a game for you." And that's kind of how they got together. Uh, and the rest of it is just them looking back, going, "It was so emotional and so amazing." But you were so obviously. lucky. If they did, if it was made a spin off of Left 4 Dead, it would have done shite. Yeah, I imagine it certainly would have had the would not have had the impact. It's not like Left 4 Dead was a story in the first place. No, just... that's at least at least they had the the name Brandon behind it, like oh, Walking Dead, massive yeah. I mean, show. It could very well have done a bit of Tales of the Borderlands style flip reverse, like you mm. know. But you never know. We'll never get it. But it was, I thought it was interesting anyway that it started off life like that. Uh, and then it turned into one of, well, one of the best games on the 360 easily. And definitely one of the best in the genre of interactive narrative storytelling games. It kind of brought through that kind of a new in- of interactive storytelling rather than just clicking through. You've got decisions to make. It was yes. yeah, a bit and, more involved. And under time pressure as well. Was, yeah. you know, got, and they weren't always, I know it's, it's not real in that, but it, it was a, a tough decision like, to yeah. save this person. Do you go this way? Do you do that? Um, and the added time pressure and that uncertainty was always, was always good fun. Yeah. Good. 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 <laughs> so luckily it didn't happen like that. Yes, luckily left, it didn't. Left, because left of I, dreadful, so. I mean, if it, if it had been left for dead, we wouldn't have got Kenny. So, yeah, everything works out in the end, doesn't it? Kenny is a true hero of Walking Dead. He is. <laughs> Mine's unkillable. <laughs> in my world. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes well again you should play the rest of the seasons but we'll get into that uh, another time i'm sure uh all right one more quick story then a uh, bit of a sour note i guess to end on but let's do it sony is still blocking games from xbox users on nvidia geforce now so geforce now is their nvidia's streaming service which you can use on any browser including the microsoft edge browser on xbox um, and you can play i think it says here over a thousand games including ports of PlayStation games, certain certain ones anyway. I think it's a uh, Ratchet and Clank or something. Or, oh, sorry, Keener or Bridge of Spirits can be played. But they started restricting games such as God of War and Death Stranding so that if you're using an Xbox Edge browser, it won't show up as a, a game you can play, but you can do it on your PC or your phone or whatever else you want to play. It just seems a bit of a weird move. Um, anyone have any uh, thoughts makes, or opinions on this? It makes no sense. It's Sony taking their ball and going home. Like, oh, we don't want to play with you. It's just, like, I feel like, I feel like all the good that PlayStation did with the PS4, they're really starting to take massive chunks out of it. Yeah, um, their hubris is getting the better yeah, of them, I think. And a, a side story, if we're sort of kicking the blue team while they're down, that's to go alongside us is obviously what they've now done with this new PS plus game pass shit and not allowing you to stack it so you can't so like like what we all do with our game pass and our gold and stuff like that before like stack it for x amount of years and ahead and shit like that playstation have stopped it they're like you just can't do it and it's like why yeah because everybody's rushing to fill up on subs weren't they and now they've been like right actually no no stop that yeah don't do it it's like all the good that they done with the PS4 and absolutely blew Xbox at the world. Like, there was no competition with the one and the four. Like the PS4 <coughs> smashed it hands down. 
But this generation, they just seem you know, like it's went through their heads. Like we're the dominant brand in gaming, so therefore everybody will bow to our demands. And it's like, all right, cool. You want to play a game on that's from Xbox, but you don't have an Xbox. But you've got a PC. Cool, sign up for it. Yeah. And then there you go. You get to play it. We, yeah. Like and we don't care how you play our games. We just want you to play our games, however you we choose to do it. There, there were people saying that you can't play xbox on playstation which i'm assuming they don't have some sort of browser to play but I, then I that's PS5. but then that's, but a, know, yeah. that's a playstation thing that's not something yeah, exactly, xbox yeah. limited like yeah, if they you, would let you play it no problem yeah if you had like an edge browser built into your playstation you could go on and play games through the edge browser that yeah. wouldn't stop but they don't have an edge browser so that's playstation's fault yeah there's nothing microsoft can do about that and, and what <laughs> difference does it matter if you're playing... Say you're sitting at your computer using an Xbox controller playing God of War. Yeah. Why can't you go on the Xbox and play it in your whacking great TV? Yeah. And use the same controller? It, it, it makes it makes no sense. Yeah, like if I'm sitting where I'm sitting, I'm 10 yards from my Xbox. So mm. I can play God of War sitting here, but I can't play it 10 yards away because they don't have they don't want it to go through the Edge mm. browser that I've got there compared to there. Yeah. It's just fucking stupid. It makes no sense. I mean, there could very well be some sort of technical reason. I highly doubt it, but playing Devil's Advocate, perhaps there's got no some way. some no, way of, of, of... But then, no, because that's that not the case, because um, Bridge of Spirits, another PlayStation exclusive, you can play. So it's not... Yeah. There's no, like, all oh, the games from the PlayStation server don't work on GeForce now on the Xbox I, and blah, blah, blah. I, should have, I think I should have cl- clarified. This is the PC ports of the PlayStation game, yeah. so this isn't working on PlayStation game hardware, as it were, but yeah. it should still work. It, there's no reason why it wouldn't work if it's going to work on your computer. Why well, can't work on your Xbox? And it just it strikes, as you said, Ross, them being like, well, we're too fucking, fuck you. <laughs> you do what I, we say, or, or mm-hmm. don't fucking play at all. I just it's it's stuff like this, and this is what I mean about not not all console fans are fanboys and have really irrelevant points. But it's like you it's like the article that we're reading it off there for like some of the comments underneath it, and it's like yeah. PlayStation. Why would they? That's like asking to be, to be able to stream Halo on PlayStation use Nextcloud. Well, if they've got a browser, you can play Halo on X uh, PS Five, but they don't have the browser. It's just. Yeah. Oh, it makes it, it's, it's it, just petty, isn't it? Yeah, that, that's exactly what it is pettiness. And just surely you'd want someone who's only got an Xbox to play God of War, which is fucking awesome, and be like, shit, this is an awesome game. Maybe there's more on PlayStation that I should go and check out. Not, oh, I can't play it, so I guess I'll just won't bother. Yeah, uh, even Gray might play God of War if he could play it on his, on his Xbox through the Edge browser. I don't mm. think you would. I don't even think you should. Oh, I think God of War is <laughs> awesome. Anyway, God of War is again, awesome. It's, no, it's awesome. More, more people should be able to play it. Is the gist of it? And I got bored quite quickly of it. No, I'm more jealous that PlayStation bought Bungie. So, so much potential. I know. No. I know. How are you going to play that hot new Destiny? Oh, I suppose you can. So anyway, can't you? Uh, but yeah, that's that's about it. Unless you want to talk about Apex Legends, Ian. No, no. Cool. All right, that'll do us <laughs> then. So yeah, so basically, showcase is the is the key thing. June twelfth, we're going to hopefully. 6 p.m. on the Sunday, you said, wasn't it, Ross? Um, te- yeah, 10 p.m. Pacific times. Was that not? S- oh, yeah, 6. Cause 6 p.m., yeah. 6 p.m. So. it'll be, so yeah, it'll be a, that'll be no. what, four-hour show for us? Well, yeah, more or less, yeah. Probably yeah. about half hour for me and by the time I've downed a few shots of whiskey or something. Um, but yeah, we'll have, we'll have a watch along with that. Hopefully all five of us and we can get our hot takes and reactions. Graham looks well excited. 
I guarantee you 100% Dan won't turn up. Of course Dan won't fucking turn up. Not for something that length. He'll be like, oh, I can make the recording for the showcase, but I can't do the podcast. I might let's do one or the other. Or I can do the podcast, but I can't do the showcase. I'll I'll do one or the other. <laughs> I think yeah, Jay should do one of the other. If he, oh, last time he got much too drunk. Yeah, get it no, done. I'll do, Jay. I'll do one of the other, and I'll just pass out. Anyway, I'll I'll, I'll man up this time. Don't worry. Uh, that's about all the news we've got this week for you. Thank you very much for listening so far. If you've made it through this wonderful chatter and waffle so far, fun, fantastic. Thank you. You are a hero, as we like to say. We you love vis- you. We love you, and you can visit us at xboxtavern.com for all of our written stuff, which is where our reviews, which we'll be talking about a few of them later on. I will be working with you soon. We'll, we'll see about that. And um, articles and things and pieces uh, on XboxTavern.com. You can also find our YouTube channel, which is youtube.com slash Official, which is where we record this podcast each and every Sunday at 8 p.m. Ish. Thank you. Uh, as well as various of his videos and clips and bits again, some of which we'll be talking about in a little bit. Twitter at Xbox Tavern. Instagram, is there an Instagram? Instagram. Thank you, TikTok. Uh, TikTok, so confused each time Jay is embarrassed. Oh, I don't do social stuff. That's that's the other guy's uh, remit. Uh, and also, we have a store. As you might be able to tell from some lovely representation here from myself and Scottish Gruff, we've got our own merch store. I feel like a proper YouTuber now saying that. Oh, yeah. So you can go to Spring Teas, is it? Teespring. Teespring, sorry. <laughs> oh, such Get a right, man. Granddad. Anyway. Uh, and yeah, search Xbox Tavern. The link will be down in the description as well as on the podcast description. And, and stuff it's on the website as well. We've got a link and, on the website. And it is indeed on the website as well, which you can find. Uh, and yeah, t shirts, hats, mugs, whatever, uh, butt plugs, face masks, uh, whatever, you, whatever takes your fancy. You can strap our logo to it and do whatever it is you wish to do with it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Little damn voodoo doll. <laughs> <laughs> probably get uh, and- to show up on the show more. Uh, I think it's Mrs. It's... O's only one. I'm <laughs> gonna give it a quick a quick break and then we'll go right. Da, 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 da. Insert coin also do lovely clothes. Maybe not as not nah, they're definitely as nice as ours, if not better in some insects. But you oh Dreamcast hoodie, thank you, Ian. Wonderful top. Um yeah, you can go to insertcoinclothing.com and use the code Xbox Tavern22 for twenty percent off for the entirety of twenty twenty two. Shut up, Ian. Say anything this time, <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yes, yeah. We uh, yeah, so 20% up, up until the end of the year. Uh, it's well, great deal, and they got some fantastic clothes. So go over and check them out. Insectcoinclothing.com, right? Enough about clothes and butt plugs and all other kind of goodies. Should we get into the question of the week? We should, I think we should start with Ian, <laughs> right? So I'll, I will admit. Uh, one of my favourite podcasts, uh, Games Group, IGN's Games Group, have, have uh, questions from the listeners and stuff. And I heard this week's one, or last week's one, I should say, and I thought, that's fucking brilliant, so I'm going to steal it. So thanks, Gabe Coop, and whoever it was, I can't remember who it was who wrote it in. Uh, the, the question was, what is your favourite location from a game? This could be a region, or building, specific spot on a map, etc., etc. So Graham, tell me, what is your favourite location from a game? So it's hard to pick kind of a specific location because a lot of them kind of already exist and it seems a bit of a cop-out. So I just picked some place that sort of gives you a bit of imagination and I picked the, the Citadel from the Mass Effect series just because it's that central hub for all the different species that kind of meet each other. And it just, that's when you first get there, it's kind of, 
mind blowing how you sort of take in all the different lore of all the different aliens and how they all kind of communicate through either telepathy and how they breed differently and it's just it's pretty much how you learn about all the different kind of races that's the main ones there and it's just taking it all in what's yeah. your what's your favorite citadel uh, the first one because it's when you first finally meet the volus that made, that's made me crack up with a face yeah, angriest race in the world <laughs> they're the little dudes with like the glowing mouth yeah. pieces, they? <laughs> he just fuck you human how the hell did you get ahead of us because you're fucking ball high with a grasshopper and you can't breathe properly that's so why. Larry he just want to kick <laughs> him over <laughs> so aggressive so aggressive like wow. <laughs> <laughs> um, them and the yeah that species is yeah, that's when you first introduced that and the the monotone one that has to explain it Elkhorn isn't it? Elkhorn. yeah <laughs> like elephant things passively annoyed <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was just it was yeah all different levels of awesome and yeah it just really set, set the, the you know the bar quite high for the whole series and it just yeah it's an amazing area probably one of the greatest stories it's amazing if like going back to the collection of uh, was it definitive edition or it yeah. was um it's quite basic really for yeah. like, compared to now but at the time it's like shit this is like a hot a living breathing space station i'm sitting on ross is getting all excited about talking about mass effect i can see him bouncing <laughs> in his chair um but yeah no, yeah that's a that's a very exciting pick graham thank you very much ross tell me video games so what i i w- moved away from Mass Effects, I thought a bit of repetition that I always seem to pick that as one of my answers. Um, so I went for Toussaint and Witcher 3. So it's the second DLC, Blood and Wine. And it's just a total flip on what you expect from the Witcher universe, obviously. In the main game, you've got the sort of dark and dreary villain, and then you start going into the bigger cities like Oxenfurt and um, I can't remember the other one as well. Um, but they're, they're all very sort of you almost want to see like old school English countryside type looks. So it's just like rolling fields with like foresty type looks and that's it. Whereas you go to Toussaint and everything's vibrant. There's beautiful sort of aquamarine waters, big palace type cities. Um, it's just such a different landscape to what you're used to in the main game. Um, the colouring the colouring that they use in it, so everything's much more vibrant. The layout of it with... Um, it's it's try it's hard to describe. It's it's based on vampires, so it's got that quite medieval but magical type feel to it. So it almost looks like you you've taken a mixture of like this is gonna sound a terrible example, but you'll get my drift, like Twilight, Disney, and then the Witcher TV show type idea. So you've got the gory aspect of it, but the first area that everything you sparkles <laughs> the first area that you see is like the best way i can describe it is like at the start of the disney films and you've obviously it pans out for like the big disney castle that's like the palace that's in Toussaint, and you've got the rivers that flow into the city i don't know why but i just thought of your magical place toys r us and there's this giant animated cartoon giraffe in the distance. Yeah, exactly. Just Jeffrey running. <laughs> That's where my mind went when you said and that. And then I found out there's millions of them, yeah. all under one roof. It's amazing, but no, it's just it's such a change from the main, the main area that you're in. Um, plus, it's got some of the best story and the best missions in the Witcher games. So I think that sort of makes it 
more like makes it more favourable for the fact that is that good, and you've also got a second element of it where they introduce again going down the Disney route, they introduce like a, a world where you're in fairy tales, so you come across that elements like Jack the Beanstalk, um, Little Red Riding Hood, uh, what was the other one? There's a few other ones like that. So you go in a different part of Toussaint that's got all of that based in it, um, and then also gives you the part of getting your own uh, vineyard so you own this nice big massive area with all these different things and depending on your actions in the main game you actually settle down and live your life out in Toussaint based on who you romanced or who survived so okay. Okay. it's just a nice little ending to the whole Witcher 3 storyline so, so all of this lovely cheery chirpy stuff does Geralt ever cheer the fuck up? Oh yeah, or yeah. yeah. You, actually see, you actually see him laugh and have a great time, and what? Yeah, it's, it's fantastic. Nice. <laughs> Is he, he gets, like an elk or like? <laughs> he gets in trouble for like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He gets put in jail. He starts fights with like the royal guard. Oh, it's brilliant. Nice. And which DLC was that in? Sorry. Blood and wine. Blood and wine. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So it's so, vampire based, but um, really good. Yeah, nice, cool. All right, well, I'll give Ian a couple more minutes to think of something while I waffle on about Resident Evil. Yeah, boy! Specifically, Resident Evil 2 Remake, Police Station. It's just such a well-designed location. It's not very, it's not massive, and it's not like, a, obviously, the whole game, because you end up going in the labs underground and, and all the other bits and pieces that come with it. But it's just, I love the way everything interconnects to, to that main central room with the, the a statue in the middle. Um. And you can sort of, you slowly work your way around it without realising you've gone from A to B to C to D. You know, you just uh, traverse in this almost like a labyrinth area, but it all makes sense and it all feels like a real location, uh, albeit locked off with heart keys and number pads and fil filled with zombies and liquors and some big cunt who wants to come and smash your face in every <laughs> five seconds. That's like a uh, common theme in Resident Evil, isn't it? Because like I'm thinking back to the first one and you've obviously got the staircase in the mansion. Yeah. Then when you think of village, you've obviously yeah. got the room with the four different things that you've got to put on to get through the fireplace. I see. But all of it bases round, like you can get round the whole map on that little area. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's that's very Resident Evil esque. Yeah, uh, but I think personally, obviously, I know I've, I've made mention once or twice before on the show about my love for Resident Evil Two and specifically the remake. But yeah, that police station is just—it was almost a shame when you leave it and you go onto the labs and stuff because although they're still fun to play and 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 sort of finish the rest of the game, the police station is easily the best single designed area in that whole game, just for the way, like I said, it all interconnects and the way you. You explore it to its fullest, especially if you're running away from said big cunt who's trying to <laughs> chase you around. And I was more bored by the liquors, man. I hate the things. Uh, I'd rather have ten of them than that, Mister Mister T motherfucker chasing <laughs> me around. <laughs> I haven't played the remake. Yeah, uh, yeah, I've not played that, so that's why. Oh yes, you need to get that fixed when they release the upspuff later this year. But yeah, PlayStation Resident Evil Two, good in the re original remake, even better. Ian, places, video right. games, tell me favorites. <laughs> Favourites, so I'm going to be quite boring and quite obvious, well not obvious, but I'm going to say uh, Liberty City and Grand Theft Auto 5. Nice. Such a vast open area, I mean you can do so much variety of things, like go to a strip club, 
<laughs> but you know, it's just all good fun, you know. I mean, like I say, it's very. I think it's like really well built because obviously, yes, there's sometimes you've got to track miles away, and most of the time you do want to spend the time in the city. Um, and obviously, it can be quite a slog, and sometimes you just get a taxi and then just fast travel. But I think it's really well made, mm. and I think like so. There's so much again. I think because of the game, there's so much variety of things you can do, and not much of it is locked off. Mm. Um, I still find it really fun, especially now. Especially, I guess you could always add it as, I guess I'm adding things with this one. But the fact that with Grand Filter Online, you can kind of build your own worlds and build your own kind of races and stuff. It does get a bit crazy. Ross has a question. I've got a feeling it's the same as my question. GTA 5 isn't based in Liberty City. Sorry, what did I say? Did I say Liberty City? Liberty's it's based voice. in Los Santos. Los Santos. Los Santos. Have I lost the Sorry. Here? No, that's my fault. Los Santos. <laughs> I was Sorry. Like, Shit. <laughs> oh, he's yes. fucking damned, isn't he? I, I just leave. I just leave. He's not uh, even completed it. He's barely played it. He turned it on no. and basically it got to the point where like Michael's fucking got arrested uh, and that's it. That's it. Fuck's <laughs> sake. I'm out. See you later, guys. Nice day. <laughs> well, wow. I was going to agree with you, Liberty City, because I, I fucking love Liberty City, but Los yeah. Santos is, is brilliant. Yeah. Los, sorry, I meant Liberty City is great, but I meant Los Santos. Sorry. See, this is why I need more time. I need more fucking, time. He's done all the achievements. He's forgotten what it's called. Right. Let's move on and save Ian from the embarrassment, shall we? Let's do it, please. Uh, please go away. Uh, right. Well, yes. Yeah, so, so if you've got questions for us, you can hit us up at, oh, fucking hell, at Xbox Tavern on Twitter or in the comments down below or all the other social stuff. Or you please can don't. join our Patreon and give us a question on there. Patreon.com slash Xbox Tavern, I think it yes. is. You can search for it on there. We've got a couple of patrons. Thank you, Beth. Thank you, Agalatos, your heroes, and you're helping us provide this wonderful, wonderful weekly show. Keeping the lights you. on. Keeping the lights on, as they say, and the mics, and keeping us fed and watered. Right, go go over there. That'd be lovely. Right, games we've been playing, gentlemen. Ross Graham, Ian, you're going to have to sit out for a moment because we've been talking about some. Well, we're going to talk about some Dead by Daylight, which we played oh. this week. Finally, our project game passed for the month of April. We finally played it on the 28th of April. Success. Here was. Here was. We did wonderful. We got there in the end. Uh, yeah, just three of us. <laughs> Yeah. Initial impressions of Dead by Daylight. Um, it's simple but very sort of, um, sort of nerve wracking at the same time. Yeah. Sort of. Yeah. I mean, the the, the plot is generally very simple. You just got to turn on generators and then get out basically without being killed. That's the kind of simplicity of it. But it's way more complicated than that because you've got distract the bad guy you've got a kind of yeah there's different mini games you've got to take him part and yeah it was good it was good fun and regardless of which bad you got we like the way you get the halloween theme every time (laughs) the tubular bells going in but um yeah it's good so there was a lot of yeah there was a lot to enjoy and a lot of funny moments that we had when playing so yeah yeah, recommend it with a group of friends Perfect Project Game Pass game. I probably oh. should have explained what the game was before we start talking about it. For anyone who doesn't know, 4v1 asymmetrical multiplayer. Four four players are survivors trying to escape an area. One is a killer. Uh, the killers are range from like various like homemade things that the developers have made to the tyrant from Resident Evil. Uh, sorry, not tyrant, sorry, Nemesis. Nemesis. Um, uh, Jason, Fred, I think Freddy's in there. Freddy's in there, All heads, sorts of, yeah, specific like, horror movie ones. Um, and then the idea is, as Graham said, you've got to go around and turn on four or five generators in the lap, in a map without getting killed 
by the uh, by the single player playing as the horror creature, and then you've got escape once you've turned on the generators. Uh, I think that did we figure out something like ten generators, but you've only got to use five. Is that right? Yeah, there's something. There's more. Something than, along there's more generators on the map than what you need to turn on to actually get out. But of they map. take a very long they time take, to turn they them. They take off. a long, yes. especially <laughs> when it's got quick time events and Jay's useless as a waterproof tea bag. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so it takes a long time. You can team up to do them, but then if one of you fucks up an event, it sets you back. Uh, and same with like healing and yeah. using items and stuff. They all take a long time as well. And the the killer can see when you're starting to do something, so he'll know where you are. So you've got to do something quickly, then hide away or run off somewhere else. Uh, and it's a lot of hectic fun, especially if there's four, a full four v one. We found it a bit easy, didn't we? In two v two v one, when it was just the yeah. three of us sort of getting the hang of it, the killer had fucking killer's too easy rolling the roost. Um, but yeah, no, it's good fun. Ross, thoughts? Um, yeah, no, I really enjoyed it. Um, it was, I was surprised at how good it was. Um, yeah. It was a great laugh. Like the, the whole playing through it as well was really, really good. Um, as you said, in a group will be would be awesome having like sort of four against one. Um, the different killers were like obviously they 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 kind of try and balance it out so like the killer moves faster than the survivors but the survivors have the ability to like mantle so yeah. if you get to a dead end you can escape and then the killer's like ah oh, fuck I need to go the long way around but he's faster so there's quite a, there, there's a nice balance between what the killer can do and what the survivors can do but mm. they don't have to worry about canceling each other out. Unless you're gay and you just run around the table like this and nobody can catch you. <laughs> if anyone was going to find a fucking cheap hack to survive, it was going to be him. Um, <laughs> but it works. That's amazing. It does work, It only, yes. only works once. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, the, the maps are maybe a wee bit repetitive. I think we played the same map twice. Um, yeah. So even like... I, know I don't know if that was my fault because I set it up to just play the same map again. Though. No, no. So oh, no, no. I mean, like, so the, the game that we played that we did custom we did this, the the house one, but yeah. the first map we played and the last map that we played were the exact same maps. Oh, okay. Um, not not a great deal of difference between any of the maps. There's one fixed point in the middle that has goodies in it. Um, usually a basement that had goodies in it as well. Generators that dotted around the outside of it. Places for cover yeah. and stuff like that. Um, so there wasn't a great deal in regards to map design, but it was effective in what they done. Um, mechanics not difficult to get used to but things like the end game the very first time that I escaped I didn't know how to escape all I know was that's because we skipped the tutorial bit there's a lot of flailing around going what the fuck is going on all I did was run around until I seen a massive big opening and went right that's where I'm heading and (laughs) passed up escaped I was like woohoo after that, then we realised that there's like a switch where you need to flip the switch to get the doors to open. Again, that takes X amount of time. Of time. Yeah. And then you can get out through the exit that way. Um, but no, really quite an awesome game. Uh, I've been wanting to play it for ages and it's definitely one that if you've got a group of players, you're in for a good time. Yeah, yeah, no, it's a good laugh. It's, I, I think I would echo basically everything you said already. Lots of fun, especially with a group. But I think my main issue with it which wasn't so much of an issue for me because I was gifted a code for the Resident Evil pack, which come with loads of credits and stuff to spend on points. But there's a lot of grinding if you want to get to the point where you've got decent... Because uh, every every map you go in, you get to take a loadout, so you can take one main ability and then two sort of side abilities. Um, but then once you've used them, they're gone. 
<clears throat> but then to unlock more, you have to use, I think they call them blood points or something to, yeah. to go through a certain skill tree to unlock more, more random generated things like that. Um, and because obviously you two had only just started playing, you didn't have very much at all. Uh, and even though I had a, a fair bit more, I didn't really know what anything did. So I was just sort of picking stuff at random, which sometimes helped and sometimes didn't. Um, so there's quite a lot of grinding if you really, and it does it per character as well. So I had Leon and Claire, uh, Jill both leveled up quite high, but if I picked anyone else, I'd have to be starting from square one again, um, which again, incentivizes more people to play more often, I guess, as is the way with these things, but it's also not a free to play game. It's a full price game it is on game pass, obviously. But yeah, if you were to wanted to, to have it for yourself, yeah, so it's a purchasable product before you then have to spend more money on microtransactions if you don't want to play for a thousand hours to get anywhere. Um, but yeah, cool gameplay, lots of fun. I uh, I did enjoy playing as Leon and running away from the nemesis. Um, oh, you didn't get very far, but yeah. I didn't get very far, no, but I enjoyed the, the few seconds that I got to got to run. Uh, Ian, I know you didn't play with us, but do you think it's something up your street? Do you reckon you give it a go or are you uh, just bypassing it completely? No, I think it sounds like a good concept, quite, quite fun. I mean, it's always good fun when it's like 4v1, especially if you're communicating. I mean, if I definitely wouldn't, it would definitely be a game where um, I'll do it random with randoms, like yeah. there'll be just no yeah, communication. Yeah. But if it's like, you know, four of us having a good laugh, maybe even against 4v, a randomer, that's yeah. not too bad because the four of you can still communicate, have a laugh and get chased around. But yeah, seems like good fun, but yeah, definitely not a game where I would want to grind or play solo. No. Yeah, I think yeah. that was one of the issues we had in one of the games where it was like the three of us, an extra player, and then it was up against the killer we were sort of chatting and the spear guy I mean don't get me wrong the spear guy was awesome at the game but <laughs> we couldn't communicate with him so like as we were down mm. we couldn't get him to like come and help us so basically it got to a point where it was us three were like like bleeding out and he was by himself I was like well you can't go and activate the generator because she knows you're the only one left alive so if you yeah. start the generator the game's and over he was just trying to mug her off, wasn't he, by yeah. running around. Like, Graham was running around little blocks. So it's just he teasing. He was just taking like, the piss out of her. And I was like, so what, yeah. what are we doing here? I know. But then it's not very fun when the murder does it on the other way. It tases you constantly up here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> fucking <Yeah>. bastard. <laughs> but yeah, just I, constantly. This wouldn't kill me just to say taser. <laughs> but yes, um, uh, I think Ross has got some clips up going up on YouTube in the next few days. So go check them out, and hopefully we'll get another game. Our good friend Bubba from the States, uh, fellow Xbox Tavern member, said he wants to play with us at some point because him and his brother play quite a lot of it. So Happy I mean, they're, they're obviously going to wipe the floor of us, but they might, uh, yeah, might be able to help us along a little bit. Mm. But we're going to pick a new game for May, which we I think we're going to do by Twitter poll. Did we decide? Yes, so we're going to come up with four games at the end of the show, and then we will throw them up on the Twitters. Yes, so if you want to help us pick a game for this month, go on to Xbox Tavern, uh, at Xbox Tavern and vote. Tell us what we should play this month. Um, there's not really much new coming up, which looks like it's going to be multiplayer stuff, but I'm sure we'll find at least four games we can figure out and put in a list together. Yep. However, Ian's been very quiet, so I'm going to give him first shot. Ian, what have you been playing this week that's not been did by daylight? <laughs> I've been playing, well, playing quite a lot of games for my competition, but two... I won't really call them Noteworthy, just I'm going to call them Noteworthy for the wrong reasons, because they're both dreadful games, so I want to talk about them. So the first one is Surgeon Simulator 2. Um, God, oh, if we ever pick this project game, 
I mean, it's just really poorly executed. I feel like if you played the PC, because it's both versions of one's on the PC and Windows and not the PCs, and one on the console, the Windows version is so much more seamless, so much more better, works, works. Whereas the one on the console version is absolutely dreadful, just doesn't work one bit. Yeah. Sorry, one second. Hi, Tyler. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, while he's quickly talking to his son, I played it on the console and I did not enjoy it at all. It just, it was far too fiddly, far too awkward. Um, and it, I, it was, it kind of changed what the original Surgeon Simulator was. I don't know if you guys have played it, but the original was fun because you sort of had the keys on the keyboard again. I know not console, but they sort of transposed to fingers, whereas this is more physics based, like, um, know, like human fall flat or something like that. It's just a bit more hectic and chaotic rather than precise or trying to be precise and then ripping someone's heart or something. Sorry, Ian, carry on. Um, okay, so I've got to deal with my son. Apologies for this. <laughs> we want someone else to come back. Yeah, we'll come back. All right. Uh, Ross. Tell me, what have you been playing this week? I have been, well, day by day, like, uh, do a tie-in because I think me and Gary have both played a wee bit of FIFA. Um, Wonderful. Team of the season. So we've been obviously pulling out of Ultimate Team trying to get ready for the cars dropping for Team of the season. Um, I've seen to Gary the other night as well. Like I feel like this is the first FIFA that I've really properly got in the Ultimate Team. And... I know not everybody is happy with FIFA 22 and the way it plays and stuff like that compared to previous generations, but I've had a great time with this uh, this uh, iteration. So I think FIFA 23 Ultimate Team going forward, if it's as good as this year again, in my opinion, it will be something to look forward to. What What's so good about it then? I, I think it's, it's the accessi- <laughs> I think it's the accessibility. Uh, Gray was saying that the other night as well, but the the amount of good cards that there is for people to unlock it's not like there is i mean there probably is like a meta team where it's like there is somebody who is the best goalkeeper in the game best center backs left back right back whatever but it doesn't feel like you necessarily need those exact players to be competitive yeah and you you've got options going forward i mean there is some players where it'll make life considerably easier if you've got them but you don't have to have them to be competitive, so it's it's not that impossible a grind that yeah. you need to worry about making sure that if you've not got the A one team, then there's no point in playing it. Yeah, and that's that's what it used to be in previous years. You just come up and see a team that you're playing against, you're like, ah, oh, this is going to be painful. <laughs> just <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what because they've spent money or because they spent thousands of hours? Could be. Grinding? But that, but that's the thing. Every time I play, I make sure I never spend any money at all on doing it it's all just hard work and luck and yeah my team is now capable of competing in sort of the higher leagues of it and yeah wouldn't have stood a chance in the previous years and yeah just as i mean as i said before way more accessible a lot of the cards that used to be sort of out of reach over millions of coins before nowhere near that now you can sort of you, you can spend like a, a week and get one of the plays that you can't kind of really after if you put enough graft into it. Yeah, I mean, I I was looking at it and like because I've done quite a bit of it this week. Um, though just through different objectives and promotions that we're having, so I was really trying to sort of grind it out there in between playing. So you've got different modes that you can do for in with ultimate teams. So you've got squad battles, which is you play against the computer, but it's based on real people's teams. 
yeah. um, Division Rivals, which is like a, a mini sort of online competitive mode. And then you've got Champions, which is like the top tier that you really want to be trying to qualify and get as many wins for. It's got the best rewards. And this is the first week that I've really focused on the Rivals and Champs mode. And I'd probably say between trying to complete, because you've got 40 games in squad battles, 10 games in Rivals, no, unlimited games in Rivals. Yeah, you just got to keep going to yeah. get Yeah, and then 20 games in Champions if you get it. Yeah. Um, so but that's 60 games between rivals and or sorry between champs and battles if you want to play them all and I think I've maybe put 10-15 hours in to play all of them um, so spread it sounds a lot but if you do 3 hours of FIFA a day that's you done all you need to do so I've done it uh, sort of this week and this is the first time I've noticed how not easy the grind is but how anybody can do it you don't have to be the world's best FIFA player. There seems to be like this unwritten rule in FIFA that the community tries I'll that loosely to help each other out because you can kind of tell like the reasons that people are playing games. Um, so they try and assist you. So as me and Gray were talking about that night, if you play a division rivals game, you score a goal in the first five minutes of in-game time. The opposition will usually quit out and let you get the win because obviously they know that you're trying to get up any champions. So it's quite good for that respect. But no, I've I've really enjoyed what I've experienced for Ultimate Team since I started. I think I started in about January time um, was when I really started focusing on Ultimate Team. So long may they continue into 23 as well. Nice, nice. Football. I definitely, definitely understood all of what you just said. <laughs> <laughs> well. So, so one question actually before we, we move on to, to something else. All of all this stuff you're talking about, Ultimate Football Team, Ultimate Team, blah, 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 blah. Mm. Will you get to take that and move it to 23 or are you no, just going to no, no. wipe You always have clean? to start again from fresh. Yeah, so it's always to hit a clean slate. And you just to me, there's new things get built in. It's kind of like how the seasons and things appear in other games, like life season. It's like new seasons, new things come in. So you want to get a taste of that. And then another new season comes in and then you want some of that. And it's kind of like that. Every new thing that comes in, you want a piece of that and you kind of yeah. try and add it to your team. But yeah, it's like that. So it goes back to being square one, just basic players. Fair yeah. enough, fair enough. Yeah. Nice. Uh, anything else, Russ? So I've also been playing a bit more of Lego Star Wars. So I finished the second game. So Empire Strikes Back's done now. Um, still loving it. Still thinking it's a great laugh. Again, more comic elements to it. Um, can't can't praise it enough. Everybody should be playing it. it should be mandatory. Um, death by execution if you don't. Ian, does your wife start playing it yet? <laughs> <laughs> same joke every week. Yeah. Come back here every week. 8 p.m. ish for the same jokes. Right. Actually, is, it, actually, is it so? Like, which would you say? Obviously, there's a one to nine of episodes. Yeah. What's your favorite one you've played? You've played all of them so far. No, I've only played the first, I've only completed the first game, and I'm now playing Empire Strikes Back. So I'm only on the <laughs> second film, technically. Okay, so I'll say maybe I'll come back to you and see which one your favorite kind of yeah, movie. Yeah, the playthrough of it. Because that's the thing, like the the gameplay sticks quite true to the films. Obviously, well, not well, it sticks to the progression of the film, shall we say? 
Um, but then there is like other random wee things like space battles and stuff like that that you don't necessarily see in the films that you get to participate in in the game. So, yeah. Um, so far, obviously, one was great. Two, I'm enjoying more because I prefer the second film. Um, but no, really, everybody should be playing it. It is awesome. Nice. So, so hopefully uh, Dan will come back next week and extol its virtues as well as he's carrying on playing it with his son, I imagine. Yep. Um, Ian, do you want to quickly go back to you, what you were saying before we move on to Grayman? Um, yes, what was I saying? Where was I? Surgeon Sim. Yes, dreadful game. Um, yeah. Really buggy mess on the console. Much better experience on the PC, but still not a great game. However, I was going to say to you, the storyline has kind of like I don't want to explain the story because it's kind of but it's kind of that quirky kind of portal esque kind of yeah. storyline where someone always talking to you and there's something always going in the background something underlying. Mm. It's really kind of weird because it's like doesn't really sometimes it doesn't make sense but at the end it makes all make sense. Yeah, but it's kind of really quirky, which is quite cool in a way. Apart from this one guy called Josh is very annoying. <laughs> um, <laughs> but apart from that, yeah, I think it's actually is we played it in co-op. I did with. One of my friends called David and Ross, other Ross from the tavern. Yeah. Um, we did in the co-op and I basically got carried for it mostly because they were doing most things. So I kept pulling limbs off and not getting my left and right <laughs> completely wrong. It's like which limb? And then Ross knows Ross knows his limbs from his toes and fingers apparently. So, mm-hmm. so he knows which one goes <laughs> left and right. <laughs> Me and David were like, which one's this Ross? Left or right? He's like, it's left. Okay, thank you. <laughs> so, nice. nice. So yeah, good fun. Um, the other game we'll, t- we'll talk about, which newly came to Game Pass, which again is also a buggy mess and not very great, but I had to do it for score, and that's Seven Days to Die. Yes, so this this one, they warned people beforehand, didn't they, that it wasn't very good on console. Yes. And apparently and they're working on it. Is it that bad? It's, again, another one, which is dreadful on console, but you play it on the PC. And something, I think maybe because they port over exactly from Life Light from Windows to Steam, and they just make sure it just works fine. But compared on the console, again, I just no, I'm not doing the console. Went to the PC version, things work fine, seamless. But again, I feel like it's like a just, I don't know how to explain it really. It's just, again, it's one of those ones where it's poorly executed. Like, there's so much, like, in the end, I kind of wanted to kind of see a bit more about the game, so I started using console commands to get some items, so I can actually build something without having to keep hunting for trees and stuff and get the zombies kill you. And you have no chance to get them because all you got to start with is nothing. Yeah. Start punching them and you just. Is it like a scavenger hunt and survive kind of bullshit? Yeah, it's yeah. basically I'm getting Daisy flashbacks playing. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking at it and it's like it's screaming rust at me. Like, like I'm seeing a lot of rust features on yeah. that. What it looks like as well is it looks like the old, it looks like the original Fortnite. You've got X amount of time, you gather your supplies, you build up your base, zombies come, survive the zombies, gather more get, uh, stuff, upgrade your base, upgrade your character, more zombies. It's pretty much that, yeah. yeah. Exactly that premise. Is during the day you get fuck, we maybe get one or two zombies here and there. Yeah. Obviously, you can, depending on the world, you can always make your own world. So you can make like days like be longer or shorter. So I think one I made one was like 12 minute day cycle. So 12 minute day, 12 minute night. So again, you've got it quite, um, you can make as long as you want, really. But again, it's just one of those ones when as soon as it comes nighttime, you're like, you're overwhelmed and it's fucked. So then, so much normal, there's like nothing around. You've got to try and build and collect and scavenger. And it got a bit of frustration because obviously you just keep constantly looking. You, 
and they don't really give you many guides of what you need to build and stuff. You've got to keep looking at the kind of inventory guide and see what you need yeah. to build. And I end up fucking looking online on the Wikipedia page just to find out what the fuck do I need to do on this? <laughs> you know, it's bad when you've got to resort to Wikipedia. It looks, yeah. like, <laughs> it looks like it would be really good, but as you say, it's just poorly executed. Yes. Like it looks be... like it's got potential. Yeah, it's got potential, but then it got to point now where I was getting Daisy flatbacks like, no, I can't done. do this anymore. Done. I'm done. I'm can't done. Do it. That's it. <laughs> it's like, yeah, uh, my achievement yeah. got too much to me. It's like, nope, not doing this. So, so yeah. So, did you get the 4,000 though? No, not yet. No. I think that's ridiculous. Like, there's one where you've got to basically survive for 28 real hours. So, I'm like, what? okay, yeah, that's, that's going to be a fucking ball that's leg, isn't it? <laughs> Tuck yeah, yourself exactly. away in a corner somewhere. Yeah. And like, and like travel, yeah, travel a thousand meters, thousand kilometers. I'm like, okay, I'm not doing them once anymore. <laughs> so, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's just, yeah, a bit of a buggy mess. Yeah. Well, that's a shame. But yeah. is your competition, you say, finished tomorrow? Tomorrow, yep. Finishes tomorrow. Are you top on both leaderboards? Nope. We're second in teams and I'm currently fourth in solo. Yeah. So. And have you got the rest of the evening to catch up, or is it? Yeah, is got it, have you got tomorrow as well to catch up? Yeah, so we got to five pm tomorrow. So okay, I feel I'll probably try and get aim for maybe second in teams and third maybe in solo. Yeah, the third top two are flying away with it, so there's no chance catching them. They're fighting, yeah. so Fair no enough. chance. Well, well, good luck. Good luck. There's always next time. Exactly. <laughs> no <laughs> chance in my doing again. <laughs> I am done with this stupid competitions. Yeah, we'll see. Um, Graham. Right, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Graham, 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 Graham. Yes. Graham. Video games. What have you been playing other than FIFA? Yeah, I'm butting there. So I've been continuing on my playthrough of Yakuza Like a Dragon as well. And I've got to the point where, as you said, it, it there is a kind of summon-based element to it. And because, as I said before last week, that the guy is a bit delusional. It's basically he's phoning someone to hired help as such, yeah. but it just materializes like a summon. So okay. that's why that kind of happens. But it's just, yeah, some of the summons are um, a, a bit radical. Yeah. <laughs> one of them being a, a lobster that you saved. Oh, that might crawfish. have been the one I was thinking about. Yeah. <laughs> crawfish or something. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Just, yeah. Said the game never ceases to go to those levels of craziness, <laughs> and they, they've always got a thing for the, the, the super perverted as well. Um, yeah, there's always a side mission where the guy's like, I've, I heard a screaming baby and I thought it sounded hungry, so I bought this baby formula. And what do you think happens when you go in and when you think there's babies crying? It's gonna be a fucking dude in a nappy, isn't it? Oh, yeah, a bunch of dudes in a nappy. <laughs> <laughs> And then like, like when that in one of the Yakuza games, like the leopard almost in every single one. There's always there's always a little mission where there's like a guy in an adult nappy thing, and it's just oh, after you whoop him, there's always a, a heart to heart, and they apologize, they give you good yeah. advice while he's just standing there in a nappy. <laughs> <It's> just <laughs> yeah, always kind of crazy, but yeah, just enjoying it. And I've hit one of the other mini games called Dragon Cart. No guesses of what it's ripping off, but um, yeah. Do you, get, do you get to race the guy in their pants? No, uh, you race a lot of different random characters, and they've all got different clicks, so that they've built a little bit of storyline around to it. But 
there's it's racing in carts there's drifting there's weapons there's boosts and there's things to pick up yeah they're always really good at sort of adding these wicked side games into it and that's another one i just hit and it's pretty decent but it's just the game is so distracting <laughs> it's a distraction within it the distraction in that game but it's always a fun distraction yeah. should just call all of the yakuza just procrastination series because <laughs> you're barely <laughs> doing the fucking main mission you're always doing something else there's um, always a, an arcade to play in or a fucking mini golf to play or some shit. Yeah, there's golf, there's baseball, there's darts. There's always this kind of stuff going on. There's just no end of the different kind of thing. But yeah, yeah just you can't not play the game and not have a smiley face at some point in it because it's so crazy. <laughs> so do you think you're getting towards the end of it? Oh, I suppose you're going to just unlock the summons. You've probably got a while to go yet. But... <laughs> just me, I've only unlocked one of the other... Um, different game things in there. There's this apparently there's a way that you can change your your job role, and in the kind of turn-based RPG thing element as it is, yeah, you can change your thing because he believes he's a hero. Apparently, he can change his role to something else. I haven't even hit that part yet where you can change your job role. This goes to show how much I've been procrastinating in the game doing side quests and playing Yakuza Kart. Yeah, <laughs> no, that that was only recently. I, I hit that one. Um. But yeah, so much to do, but yeah, great fun. Totally recommend it. Fair enough. Uh, anything else you've been up to this week? Uh, no, not really. I haven't actually managed to touch any other game other than the, the game, or well, Game Pass game earlier. Yeah. Fair enough. Cool. And then yourself. I suppose it's my turn now. It Strap is. in, lads. <laughs> We're about to get fucking spicy. Right. Here we go. Wait, wait. Please don't do any spoilers for the game you're going to talk about. Uh, no, I'm gonna I'm gonna get two out of the way very very quickly because they're very um, I haven't played them that much. Bug snacks finally out on Game Pass. Woohoo! Oh, bug snacks. Catch them, um, gotta catch them. It's a lot of fun. I'm playing with the youngest girl uh, daughter because my eldest is away this weekend, so we've been trying to spend some time together. And she was well lo- loving it. You sort of feeding uh, these things called bug snacks, which are kind of like as I said before, like Pokemon live animal slash fruit vegetable things it's really weird and you feed them to someone and their limbs change into that that fruit or vegetable have you uh, and it makes no sense whatsoever i don't really understand what's happening yet we've only played maybe an hour but it's a lot of fun so i should be playing some more of that this week uh turbo golf racing which is rocket league golf basically which is in beta this weekend i, I think by the time you listen to this if you listen to podcast services it'll be done uh, but for xbox insiders and i think there's a free beta on steam for anyone uh eight players and you're basically playing golf like i said but it controls like rocket league so you're driving your car you're smacking the shit out of the ball um it's flying down the course there's boosts there's just one ball <clears throat> no everybody's got their own ball and you can't hit anyone else's oh i think i think you can hit other cars with uh like the power-ups like the rockets and stuff but you can't drive into them and you can't drive into their ball oh. at least not in, at least not in the beta i don't know if that'll be available in the main game um but yeah, it's a lot of fun. I've, I've been quite enjoying it. I think, again, like we say with like, some of the Project Game Pass stuff, it would be a lot better with, with a group of us because at the minute I'm playing on my own against seven randomers and it's lacking a bit of atmosphere because there's not any banter going on. There's not any sort of I was chat kidding. or anything. Everyone's very, everyone's very um, well, quiet. Serious. Yeah. I was kind of um, hoping you were going to say it was going to be like golf with friends. And you could like it's so serious. That's just like fucking chaos. We're like knocking yeah. balls flying and stuff it, like that. It kind of is, but the only chaos really is is yours. There's you can't interact, like I said, with anyone yeah. else, really. Um mm. uh, but yeah, it's good fun. You play in rounds of three and then 
whoever scores first basically gets the most points and then at the end of the round whoever is on top of the leaderboard is the winner as winner. leaderboards tend to work uh but yeah like i said i think the there's a public beta coming at some point in the next month or two so <laughs> check that out if you haven't but if you're in the inside a program right now you can get on it for the next 24 hours or so uh however the two main events m- m- main events how do we do that though jay is that better than gang golf or or not um, i would probably prefer to play golf gang to be honest yeah uh because even though it plays at Rocket League, it's it's got like um, you know, when you got something that sort of tries to ape something, but it doesn't quite nail it. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't quite feel like Rocket League, even though it looks like it should do. It's it's got pretty much exactly the same mechanics. It's just not quite, not quite there yet. But again, it's the beta. The the full game I don't think is actually end of the year. Um, and it is a lot of fun. Like I said, I think it'd be great as a group to have some banter going on. But golf gang, that's some good shit. That was unfortunately, good. Unfortunately, PC only at the minute. However, the main event is back. I'm going to go into the first one very quickly. The Stanley Parable Ultra Deluxe Edition got released uh, three days ago, two days ago. And it is fucking awesome. And if I was to say any more than that, would be a massive disservice to anyone else that played it because you, you, can't, you can't spoil it whatsoever, really, because the whole joy is finding what happens. So I don't know if any of you guys have played Stanley Parable before. I can't remember what you said before. Um, um, no, we haven't, no. But the gist is you play as a man named Stanley and all of his, he works in an office. He's employee number 427. And then one, all he does is sit and press buttons on his computer. And then one day, no, no instructions come. All of his the co-workers have disappeared and you basically follow the story to find out what happened. So there's a narrator, like you were saying, Ian, with uh, Surgeon Simulator, it's like a, always a story going on. And you yeah. get to a, the first main choice you get is double set of doors. He goes, Stanley went through the left door. And you, like I said before, you can go through the left door and follow the story. You can go through the right door and ignore him. Or you go through the left door and then get to the next choice and go off a different way or follow the story or the next choice and the next choice and so on and so on and so forth. And it just gets weirder and weirder. Uh, and the original release was fucking awesome because there were so many permutations of different routes you can go and things you could find. And it went weird. It wasn't just um, a case of finding different stories. It was a case of finding areas that were just like batshit insane. Again, to say any any spoilers, as it were, would, would ruin it. But you sort of you go the wrong way and he's like, Stanley, you're going the wrong way. And you carry on and say, why won't you listen to me, Stanley? And then you get to the point where he's, trying to manipulate Stanley's like your wife and children they hate you you're you're doing it wrong nobody likes you why aren't you listening to me and then it all starts again and then you carry on and then it it references you doing that again so then you move on to the next thing and you go the wrong way goes Stanley we've been over this you're going the wrong way turn around and it and it just goes and goes and goes and I've been playing for nearly six hours at this point and I've found so many different endings and areas to go to and things which again it's really hard to, to to say why I love it without spoiling it, but you really need to find it for yourself. Um, I spent special guest Pete a couple of clips because I was trying to convince him to play it of two particular areas, which when you find it, hopefully it'll have the same effect on you because I was fucking laughing my bollocks off because it was like, where did this come from? How did they do this? And why did they pick that I just oh it's amazing it, it, it's so hard to talk about how good it is without I, I sound like a crazy person it's good play it just fucking play it but 
It, oh no, it's really good. No, yeah, it's one of my games such, on the page night. It's such sound, an incredible, so it's such an incredible experience. The, again, the way it, because even if you get follow the story perfectly, so you follow the narrator to the end, um, and then the story starts again, and it always keeps track of where you are or what you've done or what you're doing, and it will add in a little flourish here and a little bit there and a little side nod here and a wink and. Ah, Stanley, you've been here before, haven't you? But I'm not supposed to know that. But you do know that, and you can't possibly like, um, you almost like you can't outsmart them because everything you think, oh, they won't have thought of this. Nothing happens, and all of a sudden the narrator pipes up. Ah, you didn't think we'd think of that, did you, Stanley? But we're here right now, and <laughs> I knew you'd come here. So turn around and go. Oh, it's just oh, it's fucking brilliant. It's such. It's one of those rare experiences where you can't, obviously, as I said, you can't explain details. You can just pray that you don't sound like a madman going, just play it, please. It's awesome. <laughs> um, so, great, you have access. I know, Ian, you, you want to play it. I don't like get a touch on that. It's, yeah, I mean, even a single run, technically, could only take five minutes, maybe. But as soon as you start finding all the different branches and the different ways to go and and the extra perks and the, and the new content and stuff that they've added in um it's probably some of the funniest stuff portal was obviously a very funny game and there's sort of elements of that to this but this is just fucking at a level above it's amazing and i'm i love it <laughs> it's so good Never so yeah guessed. <laughs> definitely definitely go check out stanley parable ultra deluxe edition um and then hopefully at some point in the future when you guys have played it and time has passed, we can talk about it a bit more in depth of specific <laughs> scenes and, and things that we found because I'm sure whatever you lot find if you do play it will end up being somewhat different to what I found so far. And so on and so forth. However, enough extolling the virtues of Stanley Parable because I, I just want to stop this podcast and go and play, play it right now to be honest. Um, but the other game we're playing this week is another game I'm very excited about for a long time is the House of the Dead remake da, 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 da. Ross, is, Ross is trying to say something and I can't hear what he's saying oh sorry yes that's true I've seen the lesser of the arcade games that we talk about yeah uh, Ross Ooh. fuck you <laughs> so this is from Forever Entertainment and Mega Works I think they're called and this is obviously a remake of House of the Dead which is one of the best arcade games and Sega Saturn games of all time um, it's a game that's very near and dear to my heart for many reasons, which I'll, I've debated going into on this show, but I won't go into it today because we're going long enough as it is. Um, but this one, it ups buffs the graphics very nice. It sticks incredibly true to the formula of the original game. So if you've played the original game, you know, there's different routes, there's different um, outcomes and stuff you can get. All Everything's there that you could expect. It just looks a lot nicer. Um, the... The modes that they include is bog standard arcade mode with different difficulties and then a horde mode, which is basically the same again, but with 10 ton times more zombies, uh, which I'm a little disappointed about. I would have liked to have seen the Sega Saturn mode, which they introduced on the Saturn, obviously, which uh, gave us different characters and that to use, which had different gun uh, gunner powers or gun abilities and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, but it's nothing like that. There are other guns to unlock, but there's no, yeah, there's no Saturn mode, which is a shame. However, as much yeah, as I'm loving it, I'm I'm loving it. I, I I didn't think I'd enjoy it as much as I have been on the controller because, well, we'll get into that. But it's it's still just as fun as ever. I've I've had a great time playing for it a couple of times now. 
Um, and I still will go back to it many times going forward. But I would go back to it probably daily if they introduced the biggest thing that we need, which is light gun support. So as I said before, I think on this podcast, I've got the PDP Mars light gun, which is fantastic, but they've only got three games for it, two of which are shit, and one of which is basically House of Dead, but not as good. Um, but this, for some reason, on Xbox doesn't support it. So you've, you're st- stuck with controller input, moving a cursor around, which is never the ideal way to play a light gun shooter, especially because, for example, the magician, the final boss of the game, you could just put the cursor in a very specific spot on screen and just hammer the A and B buttons or the triggers and you just like infinite ammo fire and you ever got to worry about reloading and you can basically kill him probably without even looking at the screen. Um, and then it also makes it hard to hit the extra item boxes that are in le- in the levels because the zombies are in the center of the screen so you focus on killing them and normally with a light gun you better quickly just whip down and fire at the boxes to get the, co- the extra coins or the frogs or whatever. But here you got to drag the cursor across and everything moves too fast for that. Yeah. Uh, on the Switch, you can use the gyro controls, which I haven't tried, but apparently they're obviously a lot better. And then on PlayStation, I think you can use the uh, PS4 controllers gyro or the move controllers at some point soon. Uh, but on Xbox, we've got no motion control ability whatsoever, which is a shame. Uh, there's there's a, a thing called a, a Sindon light gun, which lets you play on the PC. And I was watching a bit of it last night. It was fucking like spot on arcade perfect, but with the, obviously the upspade graphics, which is very tempting, but it's quite expensive. Um, but Xbox, we're left in the dark for now. They've they've assured me they listen to feedback and they will take everything under advisement. And I I think even PDP have given up on the Mars light gun, so I don't see, I don't blame them for not including support for it. But it would be awesome if we could get it because that would make it probably Way more fun. yeah, it would just it would just increase the enjoyment maybe if it was for like a popular game like time crisis they would do i mean ross don't don't kick me when i'm down please um but no i I, even even without live light gun support i've been fucking loving it it's just as i remember it that the uh the zombie placements are the same the scientist placements are the same the special uh, not special sorry the extra like point bits are the same and because i played it so long and so many times over the last 25 years i think it is it was like like riding a bike i got back i was like zombie there zombie there okay duh. and if i had light gun again it would have been 10 times better but i still knew exactly where everything was coming the enemy placements the different the way to get the different routes and stuff like that and i've been loving it so it, i it's it's annoying because i can you know i've literally got the light gun sitting there waiting to be used <laughs> and i've got a light gun game waiting to be played it. but i can't put them together um but maybe one day. But yeah, if you if you're into light gun shooters and stuff, you could go far far more wrong than playing House of Dead remake. I would highly recommend it. Um, yeah. Anyway, that's enough of me waffling on. Play House of Dead and definitely fucking play Stanley Parable. It's so good. <laughs> God, oh, I can't get over it. See, but, I feel, feel like I need to pick that up tonight now. Yeah, I might. That'll play be like my now. game. Like, I've honestly, not got it, but I feel like I might just drop in at the store and just go. That'll do me. For tw- for twenty quid. You'll get, more than, for, you'll get more than enough enjoyment out of it. Oh, I didn't realise it was only £20. I've got, I think I've got £20 worth of reward yeah. points sitting yes. there. Oh, man, it's, uh, it's incredible. But anyway, that's enough for me. I've waffled on for far too long about two games that are awesome and a couple of games that I'm very much enjoying but aren't out yet or not, not fully fleshed out anyway. Uh, I think that's about it. Shall we get into the end segment of the show, gentlemen? It's still got achievements to make. 
<laughs> Shit, we've been stopping. Ian's going to go down to eighth place because of us. Fuck. Right. Ross, Game Pass. Things that come to Game Pass. Tell me. So, um, fuck it, I'll fire through the whole list for the month because it's probably more of getting added anyway. So we've got Loot Lever. That one again. Loot River. Loot River on the third, company console. Citizen Sleeper, console for the fifth. Trek to Yomi, which I believe you's played at Wasad. Yes, we did Wasd. And it was fucking awesome. Coming on, is that the one that Ian kept getting his ass handed to him on him? No, that's the other one. That's the that's what's that called again? The Last Hero of Nostalgia. That's it. Um, console, PC, and Cloud on the fifth. Yeah. A Uden Chronicle, guess. Rising on console tenth. Headspace Shipbreaker on PC on the twenty fourth. The big one for the month. Sniper Elite Five coming to console and PC on the twenty sixth. Can't and fucking wait for that. That's, that's going to be, be so fucking awesome. Good. Hey, if you want to do stuff co-op on that, hit me up. Oh, definitely. Co-op. I love the, I love the Sniper Elite games. Um, and Pac-Man Museum Plus on console and PC on the 27th. Nice. So some good games. That, as you guys were saying, Sniper Elite 5. I think Special Guest Pete's very excited about that one as well. Yeah. Um, I, I can tell Graham's well excited about another stealth action game. <laughs> Silence. He <laughs> says it all. He's speechless. That's how it is. That's what I'm saying. Pac-Man My excitement be was fun. being stealthy. <laughs> <laughs> well... Ian, why don't you break in uh, Graham's heart even more and tell him about what's leaving Game Pass? I would if I knew. Oh, Ian, Graham, tell us about Games of Gold while Ian looks it up. I'm all prepared. Um, no, I had I had the page up and I, I was like, I'm getting ready to shut down, so I shut everything down and I forgot I had a, a section. Right. We've got Hugh, which is available until May the 15th. We've got Yoku's Island Express from May the 1st to the 31st. The Inner World, The Last Wind Monk from May the 16th to June the 15th. Hydro Thunder Hurricane from the 1st of May to the 15th. And Viva Piñata Party Animals from May the 16th to the 31st. What is what is Party Animals? I, I missed that one. Because there was that and there was Trouble in Paradise, wasn't there, which is the second one. I don't know what Party Animals, I guess it must be some sort of mini-game thing. Yeah, probably. Uh, yeah, I can't, I can't say better that myself. So yeah, I, go, I think we've, I think we've all agreed that Games of Gold is dying a horribly painful death. Yeah, um, But from what I've read and what other people are saying, so Hugh is a great game. Like if you've not picked up game. Hugh, play Hugh because Hugh is one of the. It's, this is where I feel like Games of Gold could really excel. Get really good indie titles. And Hugh is them. really fun. Yes. Yeah. So definitely. like a game like Hugh, perfect for Games of Gold. Mm. Now. I've got to forget. Was it the inner world? I seen somebody have rave. It wasn't somebody from us. It was somebody. It was just on. It was basically under one of the Twitter pages that said about. But they said yeah. the inner world is a really good game. So don't sleep on that one. And yeah, like again, a point and click adventure, I think. It's yeah. not long either. It's about I've got three one. Hours. I got one on my phone, but I never actually launched it. Yeah. So I'll definitely, we'll give it more a go next. Week. So the rest of them not ideal, but if you if you've not picked up Hugh already, get that downloaded and have a look at the inner world as well, because again, people are saying good things about it. To be fair, Yukoyoko Island Express isn't too bad. I've I played it, and it's sort of like a pinball esque um, platform. Nice. Well, yeah, go check them out. They're free anyway, so if you don't like them, just fucking delete it. Yeah, delete them. Boom. Sorted. Ian. So we're, we're on a positive, but what's, nothing's leaving. I suppose we're at new month, aren't we? New month. So what's just left, I guess people want to know, is yep. Cricket 19, um, Outlast 2, and Jamie's favourite, Streets of Rage 4. 
and not to not to take Ian's job away from but GTA San Andreas is leaving this month as well in, eight, in May oh yes I saw that pop up on the console oh yes yeah. two weeks I don't think anything is coming nothing's, nothing's been, been announced, announced yeah. officially yeah. Yeah, so yeah, if you missed Streets of Rage 4, obviously go play it. Outlast 2 is fucking awesome as well. And um, cricket. So, <laughs> I think that's about it. Video games, thank you very much. Yeah, we made it. You're, you're a fucking hero. It's wonderful to be back again. It's 8pm uh, ish on youtube.com slash Xbox Tavern Official, where you can find us each and every week. Uh, you can find us at xboxtavern.com, at Xbox Tavern Twitter, Discord, TikTok, Instagram, I'm sure patrons. we've got patrons. I'm sure we've got, got an only, only fan somewhere coming along nicely, I'm sure. Dan definitely space. got one brewing. Search us up. And That's why Dan's there. not on tonight. He's making content for the OnlyFans page. <laughs> we'll have to get some previews up and we can insert them into the video. Exactly. Mm. Just random like half second like flashes. <laughs> subliminal messaging. Yeah. Yes, but thank or, you very much. Nightmares. Oh, well, yeah. Uh, thank you very much. We will see you again next week at 8 p.m. Ish. Love you. you all. Love you all. Have a wonderful week. Enjoy your bank holiday Monday if you're uh, celebrating it. I know that's not the right word, but we'll go with that. And wish yeah. me luck. Good luck. Yes, and good luck, Ian. Hopefully, you top that leaderboard like a champion. Yes. <laughs>